Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everyone. Praise and hallelujah. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. For he is the Lord of Lord's Hallelujah. He is the King of Kings. Hallelujah. He is the great I am. Hallelujah. For he reigns forever and ever and ever. Glory to his name. Mm. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. I pray, hallelujah, that peace reign and abide in each and every one of you. Peace Rain in the by each and every one of you. Hallelujah. The Lord said we got to pursue peace. Hallelujah. We got to pursue it. Hallelujah. We got to pursue peace. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because we, God is not about no confusion. Hallelujah. He is about peace. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And I just pray peace, reign, and rule in each and every one of you. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. I'm going to play this song by Tasha Cobb, and I hope it bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Amen. We shall all have peace one day. We shall overcome. I bring greetings from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, one that sets high and the one that looks low. I come giving honor also to God, our Father, one that makes it possible for us to even have our moves and our beings. He's worthy of all the honor that we give to him, and I'm giving him honor right now because he is so good to me. He's better to me than I am to myself. He watches over me when I can't even watch over myself, and he's worthy of all the honor. And I want to thank my wife, Amanda, for just coming and sharing with you all through music, through her prayers, and through her uh, just opening her heart up to you all. Just continue praying for us, Lord, because God is still working on us, Lord, and God is still building us to be who we are and whom we are. And I want to thank Apostle Mercer for, as I always do, for allowing this station to continue on growing day by day, listeners listening all over the world because of just uh, one apostle, Mercer, started, she had a vision to start this station, uh, this broadcast on this station, and it's a blessing, and I, I extend my welcoming to her and because that is so good that she allowed us to continue on being on this station. And as I move on just a little further, this is Black History Month. That's why I had my wife to play We Shall Overcome someday. And if you would follow with and look at uh, Galatians, the fifth chapter, and I'm going to be just basing my message on the first verse of that chapter. And it reads as the following. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke or bondage. Galatians 5 and Amen. 1. Amen. And I'm going to use for a subject, mm. free at last. Mm. Free at last. Most holy God, our heavenly fathers, again, I come now. And I come calling on you, Lord, because I know that... I can't do nothing without you. I need you to walk with me now through this word that you have instilled in me to preach and teach to these share your people tonight. Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, for just allowing me to be able to still uh, be strong in your word and be strong in your might. And even I thank you, Lord, for my goings and my comings, my lying downs and my uprising. Now, Lord, hide me behind these secret deaths and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer forevermore. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And stand firm 
and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mm. It is for it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Mm. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by yoke of slavery. Mm. Free at last. Free at last. Freedom is generally assumed to be the birthright of all people. Yet people are anything but free. Bondage is more likely to be their lot. For some cause uh, is economic. And still some is politics. But only in Christ Jesus are people truly set free. Yes. Paul says this. Paul's insight into people. And he says the basic need. And he made it clear that only Christ Jesus, or the, in Christ Jesus, all people is set free. But it's very reason Paul was determined that every obstacle should be removed between people and God. Nothing will be allowed to prevent people from experiencing the freedom that comes only from Christ. Like the Galatians, ours is the happy experience of knowing that because of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and him alone, mm -hmm. we are free mm. at last. Can I say that again? Because of Jesus Christ and him alone, we are free at last. First of all, we are free to be, uh, be saved mm -hmm. by faith. Mm -hmm. In this verse, Paul was saying we are free at last from all bondage to the law and to works. Mm. For the first time in this letter, the word justify uh, uh, occurs. Yet it is one of the most significant terms in Paul's theological. It means to pronounce righteousness. That righteousness by which a person is accepted by who? By God. Comes not from the fulfillment of any legal inner uh, uh, actments, but by faith. It comes by faith. Mm -hmm. No other means uh, but by faith that it comes. And faith liberates, liberates us from bondage to the law. You see here, listen now, if the law cannot save, then what is its purpose? Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God. Why? Because the righteous will live by what? Faith. Christ. Christ. Uh, Christ, the righteous, will live by faith. Faith in who? In God. You see, because why I know this is that Christ has redeemed us mm -hmm. from the curse of the law mm -hmm. by becoming a curse for us. You see, the law tells us what sin is. But most important, the law drives us to the grace of who? God. 
it shows us our weakness. Lord have mercy. And makes us see that we can't do nothing but through ourselves on the mercy and the love of God. God has mercy on us. And God loves us, so that means that we can't do nothing without God. All things is possible with him. Nothing is impossible. God is the impossible. He, he makes a way out of no way. He opens doors that no man can close. God is who he said he is. God is who he said he is. We are free. We're free at last because Jesus made it possible for us to be free. Before the coming, we were held in custom under the law. You remember in the Old Testament, we were under the law. Locked up until the, until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So the law was our uh, guidance until Christ came, mm-hmm. that we might be justified, what? By faith. Mm-hmm. Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guidance. We are no longer in prison. We are no longer in we are no longer chained and bound. We are under a grace now because Jesus the Christ come down through 42 generations, came and saved the world from the sins, went on back up to God, and, and, and now he's still huh, making intercession for us. Law system was God's method of repairing huh, the world for Jesus coming. He was preparing us for the coming of his son, Jesus. Faith appropriates the saving grace of Christ. For it was through reading the scriptures that I came to realize that I could never find God's favor by trying and failing to obey the law. I came to realize that acceptance with God comes by believing in who? In Christ Jesus. Paul was certain that through faith, Jesus Christ had done for him what he never could have done for himself. Through faith, Christ had done for us what we could not have done for ourselves. Only when we give up our struggle and can the saving grace of Christ it becomes ours once we give up our struggle. Don't you know, my sisters and my brothers, uh, we got to always be willing to give up something to be able to set Jesus as our Savior. We can't hold on to the things of the world. We got to always be willing to give up. Then as I move on just a little further, I move on a little further. Let us look at my second point here. Free to grow in grace. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Mm -hmm. Who? Christ has set us free. Mm -hmm. You see, that's why Galatians says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. My Lord, Stand firm, and then do not let yourselves be burned.
by yoke of slavery. No longer do we serve God as slaves to the laws and ceremonies. Rather, we serve him as people free to grow in grace, to grow in grace, to grow in grace, to grow in grace. Can I, I, I bring that home to you? To grow in grace through Jesus the Christ. Unfortunate children, some people today have reverted to the era of Galatians. They teach that we are imitatedly saved by grace, but that we remain saved, but growth by works. In other words, Christ was mixed to the vine down payment, Lord have mercy. Christ, now you hear what I'm saying, Christ mixed up divine down payment, but we must make the monthly installments. Or we suffer a divine, listen, foreclosure and a repossession of our salvation. Christ made the down payment. We got to make monthly installments every day of our lives. We got to crucify this flesh. We got to do these things because if not, Lord have mercy. It's going to be a foreclosing day coming. It's going to be a, 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 a recussion's going to come. Here Paul declared that nothing could be fairer from the truth. In Philippians 1, the first chapter and the sixth verse, he speaks with certainty. Being confidence of this, that who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We are free to grow in grace. And I'm going to give you uh, seven reasons why. First reason is because of the continued work of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Paul asked the Galatians, are you so foolish? After beginning by means of the Spirit, are you not trying to finish by means of the flesh? Not by might, he said. Mm. Nor by power, he said. Mm. But by my Spirit, God said, the Lord of hosts, our rate of growth and grace and direct Apportations of the degree to which we allow. We allow. Now you hear what I said. We allow the Holy Spirit to fill us. We invite the Holy Spirit huh, to come in. So that means that we got to live right. That means we got to walk right. That means we got to do right. The Holy Spirit standing at the door of our hearts and it's knocking on the door and if we would open the door and let him come in he will step with us and we will be with him and we will be as one the holy spirit is not going to come in my sisters and brothers on its own we got to invite him in. We got to open the door so he can come in. 
man. He's not a thief. And he's not a robber. He don't break in. He just opens, knocks on the door of our heart. And we got to accept him and let him come in. You see here, the Holy Spirit then comes in and fills us. But sometimes, and oftentimes, we leave errors of our lives off limits to the Holy Spirit. Thereby, we choke out the growth of grace. We choke these things out. Because what has happened is we are planted our seed on not for the ground. We planted it on ground where the thorns and the brows and those things come and grows up and get bigger and taller than the seeds that we have planted and it chucks them out. That's the same way we are. Sometimes we plant on ground that the devil has killed up and the devil has prepared for us and the thorns are stored there by the devil in our good is sold out and choked out. Here we find this is why Paul says <laughs> that we must be born again. He said, born again, what? Believe. <laughs> be filled with the Spirit. Be born again means that everything, not one thing, not two things, not three things, not four things, Paul is telling us that everything passes away and everything must become new to be born again. I'm not like Nicodemus. Nicodemus went and said, well, ah, how can we be born again at my age? I can't re-enter into my mother's womb the second time and be born again. But Jesus said to Nicodemus, I don't talking about you being going back into your mother's womb. I'm talking be born of the water and of the spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Let me move on and try to get through this. Because of the indwelling presence of Christ. You see, Paul was dead. His old self was in bonds of sin, of vainly strive for righteousness by them the law. Change is called, listen, the new birth, or even some people call it regeneration. But Paul said, Christ lives in me. Christ delights, lives in Paul. So Paul here was dead to sin. He was had a new birth, and he was regeneration because the old man has been crucified, and the new man has taken on newness of life that lives in him. You see, we got to yield. We got to yield. We got to look at the sign of time. When we get to a yield sign, we got to yield, and that means to slow down and read and look and listen because we got to yield 
crucified with Christ Jesus. Daily, when Christ is in control of our lives, we will naturally want to read our Bible. Not only read our Bible, pray, witness to others, and fellowship with other Christians, and we will grow in grace. We will grow in grace. My third point, and I'm almost through. Free to live as members of God's family. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have told yourself with Christ. The Bible, my Bible says, there is neither Jew, nor Gentile, neither slave, nor free, nor is there male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Do you hear what I said? You are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you become Abraham's seed. Held according to the promise. Let's consider here five characteristics of God's family. We are equal, first of all. What does this mean to the church today? It means that none of us have vested rights. No one is above or better than others. It means that the opinions of each person is of great value, but no more value than any other person's opinion. It means that the congregation is to be the church. It means that as a member of the family of God, we are more concerned about our responsibilities to other members than our own individual rights. It means that because we are members of God's family, we are devoted to one another in love. We honor one another above ourselves, meaning that we reach out to others, as witness to them, lead them to Christ. We do so regardless of their past, their culture, or their social standing, meaning that when they become members of God's family, we accept them as equal. We are ills. Every member of a family is an heir to the father's wealth. We are not servants, laborly, striving to keep the law. We are sons and daughters of God, born into his family by grace, through faith, thus full inheritance to all of his riches. You see, here my father is rich in houses and land. I'm so close. And he holds the wealth of the world in his hand, of rubies and diamonds, of silver and gold. He coffins the poor. He has riches untold. I once was an outcast stranger on earth, a sinner by choice and alien by birth. But I've been adopted, my name written down, as an heir to a mansion, a robe and a crown. I'm a child of the king, a child of the king. With Jesus, my Savior, I'm a child of the King. We care for 
saying, encourage one another. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, see themselves. Mm-hmm. Paul said that when our fellow preachers sit, we are responsible, Lord have mercy, for helping them get back on their feet again. We bear the fruits of the Spirit. And look here. Let me move down a little further. The fruits of the Spirit is the love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law, and those who are crisis have crucified the flesh with its passion and desire. That is what we are about. We are productive. Let us not become worthy in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Salvation by grace does not mean freedom from service, but rather freedom to serve. The more we realize that we are members of God's family, not through any merit or our own, but solemnly through the grace and the love of God. Harder we work, the more productive we will become not to remain a member of God's family, but because of the thrill of being a member of his family. You see, an old African-American spiritual captured the spirit of Paul's letter to the church at Galatia. Way down yonder in the graveyard walk, me and my Jesus going to meet and talk. On my knees, when the light passed by, through my soul would rise and fly. One of these moments, going to meet King Jesus in the air, free at last, free at last. Thank God I'm free at last. Amen. Thank God I'm free. I'm free at last. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. You need one play. Huh? Glory to your name, Lord God. I'm free. Amen. Yes. Most holy God. Thank you. Thank you.
He is the one. He is the one. We must keep our eyes always fixed on Christ. Always. We must find our strength even in him. We must place our all on the altar of the Lord. And we must, by faith, refuse anything that would intimidate our spiritual progress. We don't want those things. Keep your eyes on the cross. Keep your eyes. Because Jesus feeds the church. He takes over spiritual oversight of the church, and he's an example to the church. So here I leave this follow with you to pastors or to walk with God by faith. Mm-hmm. They are to be spiritual leaders. And I'm through. God bless you. Have a smile upon you. And let the words of my mouth that I have spoken be meditation in my heart, be accepted to God, who is my strength and redeemer forevermore. You have a blessed week. And just let just keep on letting God shower down blessings upon you. And don't worry. One day, this whole thing going to be over. But just remember what road that you're on. Stay on the right road because that narrow way is the only way that's going to lead to that place, that mansion that he talks about all the time in the the world. Stay on that road. Don't let no one knock you off of that road. And no one knock you off your road. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. Jesus. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. Deep in my heart. I do believe we shall overcome someday. We shall be free. We shall be free. We shall be free someday. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall be free someday. We are free at last. We are free at last. We are free at last. Because of Jesus, yes, yes, yes. We are free. Yes, we are free. We are free at last. 